What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clevers. This is the Nightly Morning Show. We're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League follow-up motion comic. We are going to be talking about some weekend box office. What happened to Black Widow? We will tell you inside the episode. And also um, some interesting Kenobi casting news. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to the show. But the show doesn't start until I ask the question. Clarus. How you doing? I was like, oh, the show is not going to start. Okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. We got a crazy week ahead of us. Yeah, um, this one's big. Yep, and we've had like a crazy couple of weeks behind us. So, yep. you know. Those were big. It's <laughs> what it is. Why are we so busy? Uh, we do this to ourselves. Yeah, we it's, do. It's fine though. You know, it's good. It's all. It's all for, for the nerdy nightly. We were supposed to have one couple in control last night, and we we just burnt ourselves out last week. We did. Yeah. We we overschedule ourselves so much, so much so that this week we're like trying to f- figure out if we can fit things in Thursday and Friday night, despite the fact that we're shooting a short film Thursday and Friday. Yeah, yeah. Like we're we don't have time. Filming, it's. You're gonna be a little star, a little movie star. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, I am shooting a short film this week, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm really excited about. It's gonna be like a. It's it. I keep saying it's kind of horror because it kind of is. It kind of is a horror. But it's yeah. not like scary, if that makes sense. No, no. It's a deconstruction of the horror genre. Yeah. Through a modern lens, let's yeah. call it that. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. So I'm really excited. I think you guys are gonna love it. And I get to have a little part in it, too. Yeah, David is going to guest star into it. I'm riding um, her coattails to stardom, y'all. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk. We talked about it in the pre-show when we were just chatting with people. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a comment you got on Instagram because someone uh, didn't want you to be using the Skyrim hashtag. Uh, here's the thing. I got several comments. Um, if you were not following this, I, you know, I took it over to Twitter yesterday because I was feeling salty and... It's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, for for my Saturday posts, I, I have, like, a posting schedule on Instagram for on Saturdays. In my caption, I always say, Skyrim Saturday, come and join and hang out, or mm-hmm. whatever. And I had a bunch of people very upset with me yeah. that I posted a selfie and hashtagged Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, apparently nobody read the caption. Not a single one of them. Um, you know, that would have been, like... Uh, your first clue, maybe. Um, but yeah, they, they're very upset. I was hashtagging Skyrim, and then this one girl got into it with me and was like, do you have no self-respect? And I was like, uh... Well, I think I think my okay. favorite thing they said was like, um, you just want the simps to come watch you play video games or something like that. Yeah, and I was like... and I was like, I was like, who hurt you? Like, literally, like, that is, that is what I commented. Because I was like, I'm... Uh, I was like, look, I'm... You're clearly... Just um, having a hard time, and that sucks. But I was fuming. I was like, <sighs> like, I was like, I can use whatever hashtag I want. Honestly, what I wanted to comment was, go- I was gonna be like, well, get used to my face because I'm not gonna stop using the hashtag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I and play you Skyrim. You play Skyrim a lot. I play Skyrim at least once a week. 
And I have for like two years. <laughs> um, so yeah, not gonna stop using Skyrim hashtag. Um, people are gonna be salty about it. They they can be salty I about think it. It was also someone wrote like I come to this hashtag for Skyrim content, and you're and my, I'm just like yeah, and I'm trying to lead you to it. Yeah, I have the Holy Grail here. It's Skyrim, Skyrim Saturday. Skyrim content. Uh, yeah, it's just funny the the comments that we get now because we're you know as public online as we are really crack me up. Like, people say the funniest stuff. Yeah. And I'm I just... Like, are you okay? Yeah. It's... Yeah, and people think they're so smart on the internet. Yeah. And th they're not. Yeah. Yeah, it was something. I usually, like, I don't know. I try not to, like, get into things, really. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it was, like, so silly. And I was I can't. And then, of course, um, some lovely ladies um, came to my support, and it was... Uh, shout out to Liza Bear. Um, I mean, we have a really awesome community we do, on we do, we do, Twitch we do. of like supportive lady friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm. It's a I'm, weird way to put that. No, no, no. I'm very grateful to have other like girl gamers in my life because growing up, I was like the only girl that played video games that I knew really. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I would go for sleepovers at other people's houses, and I would try and like force them into video games and like thinking back on it now I thought that they really enjoyed it but maybe they didn't I don't know like I'd be like let's play RuneScape for 12 hours straight <laughs> <laughs> and so I you know I, I don't know um but I'm no, so it's... glad you haven't found another MMO to get into because I like our marriage quite a bit you know what I mean like I'm, I'm really glad that although here's the thing like I for those, th those of you who follow us know like I'm trying to find like a real world job to like supplement our income a little bit we're doing great online I, thank you so much to everyone who has helped us get to this point. Um, but I also just, like, want to find, like, a three-shift-a-week job that I can, like, get out of the house for. Yeah. And, like, be on my feet. I feel like I'm sitting in, like, my gaming chair all the time, editing or playing. And that's... It's a great life. I, I have no reason to complain. But um, when I get my job, if I... If anyone will hire me... Um, they will. The, there's a few places... This, it's, been, it's been a week, y'all. Um, yeah. You'll, you'll have time. You can jump into a new MMO. You can, like, find a, like, world to get sucked into. Maybe get into ESO. Well, more. yeah. Fanta and I played it once, and I'm kind of like, I would, I would, I would do that again. Did you like it? Did you like ESO? Yeah, it was fine. I, like, I jumped into it, and I, I it didn't, like, hook me. Okay. But I was like, this is cool. Like, I, I would give this a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it didn't do anything to, like, suck me in, if that makes sense. Like, there was no, like... There, I don't know. I don't know. Our Christoph Alford says, who wouldn't want to hire discount David Harbour? Wow, you've never heard that one before. Never. Never. Uh, before we get into the news, y'all, I just want to mention Javi Coffee really quick. J-A-V-Y Coffee. It is the fastest way to get your coffee fixed in the morning. All you do, it's a coffee concentrate. All you do is you take two teaspoons. I take a tablespoon because I have a problem. And you put it into your favorite liquid. That's what it says on the bottle. Put it into your favorite liquid to make a cup of coffee. Javi chocolate almond milk works well. Yes. Here's the thing. I put it into uh, dark chocolate almond milk. I know almond milk is bad for the environment. I, I, I'm working on it. Um, I also like to put it a little bit of cashew milk in some water with some maple syrup. Iced coffee in the morning. 10 seconds. I'm telling you, it takes 10 seconds because all you got to do is pour. If you need to get your Javi coffee fixed, there is a link in the description. There is a link in uh, the chat right now. And to everyone who's already ordered Javi coffee, thank you. Uh, we do get paid when you order it, uh, so I just wanted to say thank you for supporting us in that way. And uh, thank you to Javi Coffee for reaching out and starting this little uh, sponsorship off. Um, I, I love your product. It's very good. 
it's a, it's just I, I when they when they first reached out I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like this like coffee concentrate sounds weird yeah is it gonna taste good and um it's great I'm I've ordered it for myself now like I'm like well the they sent me a free sample and it was amazing and I was like well this is so much easier than making coffee in the morning so I I, I I'm I'm now paying them um yeah I, wait I'm not making money anymore no. But that's okay. You have something that you love. Wait a second, Javi. <laughs> I see wait what a, you did Wait there. a dang second. <laughs> that's it's smart. This is the problem with drugs. And caffeine is a drug. They give you the first one for free so that you can't leave. Javi Coffee street dealed me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's good though. So I'm like not mad, but I'm upset. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Damn it. They got me. Popcorn wants to know if they can add it to sparkling water. They say any, they say your favorite liquid, so. So yeah, technically yeah. you could if you wanted to. If you wanted to actually, um, hardcore soft popcorn, if you did like an iced sparkling water in the morning with Javi, um, and like a little bit of maple syrup, I think that would actually taste really good. All right. The gateway drug to energy on Monday. Um. Yeah. Gotta do it somehow. But yeah, command Javi in the chat if you want, or, uh, check the description down below. It's, it, it is genuinely good. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, you know. I'm not being paid enough to lie to you, I promise. Because um, I I will eventually lose money in this whole sponsorship deal to Javi as I continue <laughs> to buy their product. Um, but it's it's quite good. I recommend it. Yeah. All right. Um, but having said that, wait, what did I just do? That's the wrong button. Let's go into the news. The first new story of the... <laughs> Frank and Beans is saying the new Four loco. Guys, don't add caffeine to alcohol. It's a bad it's, mix. It's, it's not good for you. You guys, I, the stories I could tell you about the stuff I did on the original Four Loco when I was in college, before they took the caffeine out, before they took the stuff out, guys, Four Loco when I was in college... It's bad. It's battery acid. And I made mistakes. I was 18, I was alone in New York City, and I did some things that I will never discuss publicly because I'm not sure when the statute of limitations runs out on them. But maybe on Patreon. Zack Snyder's Justice League was getting a motion comic sequel. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about um, how they were they got some of the original stars. Uh, the Martian Manhunter from the show, Harry Lennox, uh, the actor who plays the Martian Manhunter in the movie, he was signed on to do some narration. Mm -hmm. And uh, some other actors had signed on. They, they had a full cast of actors to voice these characters, not the originals from the movie. Um, uh, some other actors, they had a full-fledged team of artists ready. They were going to make this motion comic turn the stories that Zack Snyder said uh, Justice League 2 and 3 were going to become. They're going to make them into something, and they were going to do it for charity. They were going to raise money for um, uh, suicide prevention mm -hmm. in honor of Zack Snyder's daughter um, who took her life while he was filming the Justice League movie, unfortunately. And uh, it seemed like they were going to try and turn the lack of, you know, momentum on the sequels into something positive for the world. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that has all kind of fallen apart now. Uh, in a move that has been a really divisive and, and complicated situation over the weekend, it was sort of brought to the attention of, I think, even the creators of the motion comic, that at least one of the art artists working on it had been tracing over original art from uh, DC Comics. Uh, some Jim Lee art was very clearly used. Some Wonder Woman drawings. Uh, some uh, Green Lantern drawings from... Um, some Superman drawings. Yeah, a Superman drawing as well. And uh, over the course, uh, really quickly here, this entire motion comic has sort of uh, fallen apart and has now been cancelled. The, the team behind it has said that they will no longer be moving forward with the project uh, after conversations with the people they're working with, mm -hmm. after this controversy has kind of made it a little bit untenable. Um, 
you know, it, it is really hard to make art and uh, be accused of plagiarism with evidence and then keep going. Um, yeah. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, like, plagiarism is, like, it's a, it's very serious. I mean, you know, they, they tried to, like, teach us that in school, but it, well, they did. But, like, you can't... They tried to teach us that in school. They did. They were, like, <laughs> you would, like, you would fail, at least where I went to school. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were caught, like, plagiarizing. Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah. You know, you would just fail. Um... And yeah, this is this is really unfortunate, especially mm-hmm. because it was supposed to be for a good cause. Yeah. Um, and some people in the project kind of ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Uh, by stealing art from other people, and that's not cool. Well, and what's really unfortunate is the art that they the art that they traced over is the comic book versions of these characters, and so it doesn't even look right. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look... Like, the, the Superman drawing they traced over doesn't look like Henry Cavill. Yeah. Um, the Wonder Woman art that they traced over doesn't look like Gal Gadot. Yeah. And so I don't... I wasn't... I'm not really sure what they were thinking, right? Because they, they were stealing. Yeah. But people, you know... Look, I, I enjoyed Zack Snyder's Justice League. I didn't love it. I wasn't, like, super waiting for this motion comic to come out. But I am very aware of the fact that there was a large percentage of people on the internet who are stoked for Snyder Cut stuff. They want it so bad. And when I saw this, when I saw that it was for charity, I was like, you know what? This is a great way for this to move forward right now. Yeah. Warner Brothers isn't interested, but there is a fan base for this story. There are people who want to see this story told. And, you know, I was really excited for them. Yeah. I was really excited for people to get to see this. And I think those people would have ultimately been disappointed if this had been released and people didn't notice the trace art until later because it doesn't look like Zack Snyder's justice league no it no. looks like the it looks like jim lee comics i'm sorry but it looks like someone traced jim lee comics because that's what they did yeah like every strand of hair is they didn't even like change wonder woman's hair in this one shot and you're like how <laughs> what are you doing yeah it and it's is like very clearly yeah. plagiarized line for line and it's unfortunate because it there is a um there is a narrative within the media and i want to acknowledge it that there is a narrative within the media that calls the Snyder Cut fans toxic and bad. And I think that we've fed into that at times because there are segments of that fandom, that extreme fandom. Well, we've both had, like... We've had really, really awful things said to us, yeah. With we, this fandom, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think that that is the extremes. I think that's the fringes of this group, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to acknowledge that, like, there is really incredible... They're incredible people within the Snyder Cut fandom. They've done incredible things. The charity work that they've previously done for suicide prevention and, and other charities is incredible. Yeah. And so, like, it, the, the Snyder Cut community is not, like, a net negative community. Mm-hmm. But this kind of puts another black mark on that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this looks bad for that community as a whole again. Yeah. And it's a community that I don't think deserves it. Yeah. But they're, you know, the brunt of the the public image of this falls upon a group of people that shouldn't have this fall upon them. And it's kind of like another thing heaped upon them by a, a project that was supposedly for charity, you know, like it's yeah. just, it's really unfortunate. It was supposed to like do good things yeah. mm-hmm. and it just really sucks that this is what it has come to. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure that there are people who are super involved in this project who are very upset about it. Like I couldn't imagine if, you know, if, if I was working on a thing and I thought it was for a good cause and I was very, like, in, excited about it, mm-hmm. 
and you have people who ruin it for everybody. Um, I want to bring up uh, Lightcast, the people behind this project. Um, they they did have a tweet before the show, before the project was canceled when they were in um, when they were in like crisis management mode. Yeah. They tweeted this out, and I just want to bring it up because this is my "don't do this" lesson of the day for the internet. They tweeted, "We've seen a few concerns regarding Justice League motion comic art. Some of our art is inspired by the drawings of Jim Lee, Jason Fabic." And Ivan Rice, who are three of the artists um, that people were saying that, tr that had been traced over. Um, the following the following sentence is the one, if you were ever in a PR moment, the following sentence is a, a sentence never to type in any form. Most of the drawings you'll see on this project will be 100% newly created original art, and we're very excited for y'all to see it. If you are being accused of plagiarism, never say most of. Because that implies that some of are not 100% newly created art. Never, ever say most of yeah. in a tweet. I understand the sentiment behind this tweet, and I understand the situation they were in. Their backs were against the wall, and they were doing their best, but th their best was not good enough in this oh, moment. Oh, no. Never say most of when you're being accused of something. I, like, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm telling you right now, in any legal situation that involves any accusation, most of is not a term you want to use. No. Because it, the implication is that some of it is stolen. Yeah. Most of the diamonds you found in my house I bought legally. Yeah, it's... Uh, most? Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know who wrote that, but um, they should be fired. <laughs> like, I don't know why you thought that that was... Um, uh, gonna help the situation at all. Um, it's just such an insane tweet. Like, yeah. most, uh, just the word most is really dangerous, y'all. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not smart. It just wasn't. And and it's unfortunate, right? Because it inflamed the situation. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there was, I feel like there's a point where they could have walked back some of it. They could have, like, been like, we fired the artist that did that. We're gonna replace that art. Don't worry. Um, but when they were like, no, no, we're going to acknowledge that some of the art in this will be stolen. You're like, whoa. Most of the people on set got COVID tests. We almost always followed most of the laws. Exactly, Fabu Moose. We almost did it the right way. Yeah. Mo yeah. Most of it was, most of it, most of the script was words that I wrote. Um, it's just, yeah, it was it, it, bad play. Um, yeah. And it's unfortunate because, you know, charity is, uh, free art for charity is always a cool thing. And yeah. like, I, you know, as someone who wasn't the big Snyder Cut fan, I would have watched this. I would have checked it out. I probably would have donated. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been interested to see what fans doing something good for charity looks like. Yeah. Because that's stuff that I want to support, right? Mm -hmm. And it really sucks that it came to this because it, it's, it's just a black mark. And like, it's it's not, it's not, yeah, it's just not good. Art, art don't steal art, y'all. Yeah, don't do it. It's not a cute look. We followed most of the laws most of the time, more or less, possibly. Exactly, hardcore soft popcorn. Yeah. Don't ever tweet most of when you're being accused of something. It's it's really, it, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't, don't do it. I can't, I cannot believe that, that, yeah. yeah. I just expect, I just expect some, like, celebrity who's being accused of some improprieties in his relationship to be like, well, I didn't gaslight her most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most? Really? Yeah. Uh, definitely a word that you want to be very careful with. Um, speaking of, uh, someone brought up COVID, though. Um, Me? 
Did you bring up COVID? Yeah, it was Just like yeah, yeah. most of the people got we, COVID tests. I, I forgot to make a lower third for this. Oh, no. But um, we have some COVID news, unfortunately. Um, and that is that uh, some productions in the UK have been shut down recently following some COVID breakouts. Uh, the first was Bridgerton season two, mm-hmm. which isn't surprising because I'm, I never watched Bridgerton season one, but I, my understanding is that it's just basically a big orgy, right? No. It's just like a bunch of people like kissing each other in, no. in, in, in the nude. No, not even a little bit. No? No. Oh, okay. No, you very clearly never watched Bridgerton. I have not seen a moment. I think I may have seen a you, trailer. No, you came in when I was watching it, but it was a sex scene, so that's probably why you think that that's... I just, they were, I, yeah, I don't know. They're just on top of each other all the time. I can, I, that's how COVID gets around, y'all. Don't have sex. <laughs> no, just don't go to orgies right now. <laughs> right, right. I feel right. like an orgy is not a pandemic location Safe you want to be. activity. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Um, the other, the other uh, production, and there were, the, sex jokes end here. Uh, because the other production was uh, the Netflix movie Matilda, um, which is filmed in the UK. Obviously, no sex jokes because it's children and we don't do that. Yep. Uh, Matilda is uh, an interpretation of, I believe, the musical, the mm-hmm. Broadway musical, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's I'm very fun. I'm so excited for Netflix to do this. Interestingly, both of these are Netflix projects. Um, hmm. But um, yeah, unfortunately, two productions currently shut down on hiatus. Uh, because of COVID, they will come back. They, they, you know, they will finish. Kids are germy. Kids are germy. It is what it is. Um. <laughs> oh, good morning, Shin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunate. Um. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it is, and you know, like we've we've had so many productions, um, successfully work through the pandemic, but uh, it, mm-hmm. I, you know, it does make people nervous when things like this come up because. You know, you question the safety of it. It's well, good that they're on top of it, though. It, it's extra hard for something like Matilda because uh, we're not yet at the point where we're vaccinating children. Yeah. So if you're in a position like that, um, your your child cast is more at risk because they're probably not vaccinated, whereas your adult cast would all be vaccinated at this point. I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on how old the children are because I think you can, like, 12 and up is has been approved, I thought. Oh, can you? I thought for, like, uh, the Pfizer-Moderna, I thought it Interesting. was... Interesting. I thought... I could be wrong, but I thought it was approved for children 10, 12 to 17. Hmm. However, with Matilda, they, like, they tend to skew pretty young. I think, technically, in the book, Matilda is, like, six or something. Like... No, she can't be that young. In the book, she's, like... Is she? She's a freaking child. The Broadway cast is all, like... Um, the Broadway cast was all, like, 11 to 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then some adults as children, which was very weird to see. Rebel Trooper has an interesting question. Uh, is Matilda a Force user or an X-Men? Uh... A Force user. Yeah, I'm gonna go Force user as well. Yes. Uh, Rebel. And here's why. Yeah. Um... She uh, uses the f- she the way that she moves things is very reminiscent of the force. Mm-hmm. Whereas like telepathy in um, the X Men comics just l- is uh, looks different, although it's dr- drawn, so maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I would go force user. Yeah. She has to like center herself to use her powers. Mm-hmm. She's like. If uh, you told me she was an X Men, though, I'd believe you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy it. Uh, I yeah I don't know that that's that was kind of just my instinct. I would say I would say um, also the X gene doesn't activate until puberty. That's a good point, Vietnamese. Vietnamese big brain. So but if she's 
if she's 13, then she could be an X-Man. But if she's 6, she can't be an X-Man. I swear in the book, she's, like, very, very young. Should I Google it? There are some X-Men... Oh, well, but aren't there some X-Men who have their mutations at birth, though? Like, wasn't Beak five. born with a beak? She's 5. She's 5 years old? Yeah, I was wrong. She's not 6. Okay, so she's a Force she's user. She's 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is very young. I knew she was like a literal child. But... I, you know what I? You know what I didn't realize I wanted was a Matilda Grogu crossover. You know <laughs> what I mean? Now? In season three of The Mandalorian, I want Luke Skywalker teaching Matilda and Grogu. I would watch that. Uh, ten out of ten. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. All right, y'all. Let's talk about some box office. It's time for the weekend box office. Let's do it. Boom. Space Jam shocks Black Widow. Is that what you were su su suspecting? Expecting? Is that what y'all were? Space Jam. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God, y'all! I was I was watching someone. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Dan Merle. But they were like, Space Jam was a fine movie with maybe the world's greatest soundtrack. And I was like, Do I love the original Space Jam because the music was good? Yeah, that's a th that's that's legit. Space Jam is a bop, and I've never seen it. <laughs> that's how you know right space jam is a bop and i've never seen it the Clarus chakaris story um yeah true, true 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 i have a feeling that you could name every movie you've seen which is like something i feel like most people our age couldn't do but you've seen like 12 movies no i haven't i just spent too much time rewatching shrek um, Joni, thank you so much for the follow. Joni, boy swag, thank you for the follow. Um, um so, uh, some people went to go see the movies this weekend. Not as many as I think people were expecting. We did. <clears throat> we did. We finally saw Fast 9. It was dumb, but it was it's a good. It's movie. It's fun. If you like fast movies, you'll like it. If you don't, you won't. Um. Not necessarily tr No, it, mm. I, I think that if you like the fast movies, you'll have a fun time. Sure. Yeah. Um, Space Jam 2, though, that's what we're here to talk about, came in first this weekend, shocking everyone. People mostly expected Black Widow to have a very solid second weekend, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But uh, before we talk about what happened to Black Widow, let's take a look at these numbers. Uh, the top number there uh, is the millions of dollars that it made this weekend. The bottom number is the global cum so far for that movie in its entirety of its release. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, is in number one with $31.6 million. Black Widow came in second at $26.2 million. That was a 67% drop from last weekend. Oof. The other new movie on the top five is Escape Room Termin Tournament of Champions, coming in at $8.8 .8 million. Fast 9, The Fast Saga, came in at $7.6 million, only a 33% drop from its uh, previous weekend. Boss Baby Family Business rounds out the top five at $4.7 million, dropping only 46%. Um, and that's in its uh, third week of release. Uh, those are the numbers there. Um, filling out the top 10, we did have uh, the two that dropped out of the top five from last week, The Forever Purge and A Quiet Place Part 2. Quiet Place Part 2 still only, only dropped 27% this weekend. It's eight weeks in release, made 155 domestic. It's got to be happy about that. Nice. Um, and then uh, in eighth place, I wanted to talk about was Roadrunner, a film about um, the recently um, uh, deceased Anthony Bourdain. Uh, it was a documentary about his life that is getting just incredible reviews. I really want to see it. Uh, that cracked the top 10. Um, and uh, still in the top 10, Cruella uh, and the new movie Pig starring Nicolas Cage. 
But Space Jam A New Legacy definitely shocked everyone coming in $31 million on its opening weekend. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, that is the power of LeBron James because the reviews are bad. Yep. The reviews are like bad, bad. But the movie did well. Yep. I don't know. I think it's more so the power of Lola Bunny, but that's just me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys out there went to hate watch it. Oh, because of the anger over her not being hot anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling that that contributed as well. I'm not going to lie. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm really okay not being sexually attracted to an animated character in a kid's cartoon. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Totally fine with that. And I can't say that about the first <laughs> Little Bunny in Space Jam, in Space Jam 1, so um, I'm very, I'm, I'm super down for the change. Um, yeah. Because, boy, Please is that don't confusing. confuse me like this. <laughs> uh, Hardcore Soft Popcorn says, I'm sure Space Jam activated many a furry fetish in millennials. I'm, I'm really glad I didn't go that far. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but definitely somebody did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I quite, um, yeah. 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 I liked, I liked the Lola Bunny when I was a kid. And, uh, that was something I had to work through with a therapist. And, uh, now I'm good. That specifically? Um. Did it come up? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm making jokes. I know. But, like, I'm very aware of the fact that, like, I, when I, when I was, like, 13, I was like, Lola Bunny's really hot. And. Yeah. It's his eyes. It's, yeah, and well, no, and, and the way she shot, and, and like, yeah. the way she walked, like, it was intentional. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of cartoons I found attractive, though, and I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Judy Hopps in Zootopia. I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah. Does it for me. What? Yeah. I mean, like, she's, like, cutesy. She's not, like, sexy. Yeah, but she's, like, spunky. Okay. I don't know. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Um. It's a thing. I don't know. I was like, wow, this is... The, well, like, if I was in this world, evidence. that's who I would date. Uh, you said... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. we said we weren't making sex jokes about Matilda. This is a whole yeah, different... Yeah. That That was a whole different part of the show. No, this is the morning... The nightly morning show. The... I... Mm-hmm. Like, I could see it was meant to be the hot girl for bugs, but for people. No, they knew what they were doing. Hydra. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Nerdy yeah. is attracted to rabbits. It's not just rabbits, though. There are other anime characters. Anyway, um, Black Widow fell 67%. There were people at the beginning of the weekend who thought they were going to uh, fall 80%. Um, it only fell 67 which is better. Um, but theater owners good. are pissed. Um, the NATO, not NATO, the one that you're thinking of, the international one. We're talking about NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners, came out blasting Disney for its Disney Plus release strategy, saying that the reason that this movie is not doing as well in theaters as a Marvel movie typically should is because it's on Disney Plus. And they're probably right. But also, theaters aren't open, so it's it's tough. Well, I mean, they're open in North America now. We didn't get to see Black Widow in theaters. No, I know, but we could right now. We could have gone this weekend. Right, but if we wanted to see it opening weekend, we couldn't. Here's the thing. If we had not already seen Black Widow on Disney+, Plus, I think we would have paid to go see that before Fast 9. I, I agree with you, but I'm also saying that people aren't going back to the theaters yet. Yeah. The, LA just reinstated its mask mandate indoors. People are hesitant. There are still a lot of 
the population who are not going to go to a movie theater right now. It's not worth the risk for them. Yeah. There's a lot of people who have immune-compromised conditions mm -hmm. who pre-pandemic would happily go to a movie theater who are not going to go to a movie theater right now. Yeah. So the National Theater owners being like, this is 100% on Disney Plus's fault. A lot of the people who watched on Disney Plus were not going to go to your theater. And Disney made that calculation. I do not think Disney is going to keep this going forever. I don't think Shang-Chi... Or sorry, I, I don't think Shang-Chi. I'm trying to get that freaking pronunciation out of my head. Because I've been pronouncing it one way since I was a child. Right. But it's Shang-Chi. Um, and I want to get that right. Um, Shang-Chi will not be on Disney Plus day one. Right. Right? So the movie theater owners can be as upset as they want to be about Black Widow. But the reality is Black Widow is coming out in this weird crossover time. And the, and the, the statement from NATO... The National Theater Associ Owners, uh, National Association of Theater Owners, um, not the North, North American Trade Organization. Organization. Um, he in it, the the president or CEO or whatever, literally said, um, uh, the hybrid online model is a thing of the pandemic, and should we should get rid of it? The pandemic's not over. Yeah. We're not post-pandemic. The Delta variant is sweeping the world right now. And there's a Lambda variant that we might have to worry about soon. Like, the pandemic isn't over. Yeah. And I totally get if If we get to September, October, November, and we're out of the pandemic and people are still releasing things online, that's bad. Yeah. It's still bad then. But we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but we're, like, we're really not... Uh, NATO is North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Yeah, okay. I was like, we were I close. <laughs> we were... We were close... Y'all, we're actors. We don't know. I, I don't know what NATO is. No, let's be honest. I, I All I know we is tried. that it's like the organization that um, avocados are held up in contention over. What? There's a, like, there's a, other, like, a lot of the conversation in NATO apparently is about avocados from Mexico. Avocados, avocados from Mexico! Mexico. Yeah. Um, uh, because of, like, they're a very expensive thing, and so there's a lot of trade stuff around them. Apparently. All right. Sure. I read an article one time about it. That might not be. It might not be as important as I think. But uh, yes, when right. I'm saying NATO in this story, I'm talking about the National Association of Theater Owners, not the North Atlantic Treaty Organization or something. I mean, look, I can understand why they're upset. You know, they've had a rough. These oh, hundred percent. No, like, I agree with that. Yeah. Year and a half, right? Like, I get it. Um, but I, you know, let them be angry for a few minutes because. Like you said, Disney is not putting Shang-Chi on Disney Plus, so. Yeah, I, I just think that this is like a, th this is a temporary problem. I think that more people are going to go back to the theaters. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I, 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 we did. We went, we went and saw Fast 9 on Friday. Yeah, and, and it was great. It was great to be in a theater. I got very emotional. So here's what happened. I was walking through the mall on Friday and Clarice was at a photo shoot and I turned a corner and the movie theater didn't have its metal gate down for the first time in a year and a half, right? Yeah. I turned a corner, I saw that, and I teared up. I love going to the movies. Like, I genuinely love going to the movies. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I, 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 was, I was the person who MoviePass shut down because of. Because MoviePass told me I could go see a movie every day for $9.99 a month, and I went to every matinee. I was working nights, and so I'd get up, go watch a movie i'd go to the gym and then i'd go to work and that was my day probably four days a week and i loved it i love movie theaters and i got very emotional when they opened up and then we went and saw fast nine and it was fine i wish we'd seen i wish a different movie had been our first movie back but you know seeing that open was so great 
and I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to be going to the movies a lot. Sorry, babe. I know we don't have that much money, but that's, you we'll know, figure we'll figure it out. I'm going to get a job. Um, also, if there's any, like, Toronto, like, review boards or something that want to, like, let me go to screenings, and I'll talk about the movies on my YouTube channel. Um, hi, my name's Nerdy. I get Nerdy Nightly. I want to share it with you, please. Because I'm, I don't have enough money to see everything I want to see, but I would like to see everything I want to see. You know, it's like, um, and I will talk about it. Um, like I talk about Javi Coffee. Uh, it's true. No. That's the, that's the goal is to get invited to screeners. NATO threatens action against Disney. That's a clickbait headline. If I ever heard one, I don't know if that's a clickbait headline. That's probably been true many times. Hot girls off popcorn. Um. Uh. All right. Uh, is there anything else in this box office you want to talk about? <clears throat> uh. No. No, nothing stands out to me. I mean, Cruella's still holding on, so that's fun, but... Barely. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, it's bringing in, it brought in a million dollars this weekend. Right, right. Um, uh, Black Widow is not going to do that well overall. I think Black Widow will maybe hit 500 million. It won't do nearly as well as Fast 9. Uh, part of the, oh, we, this we should talk about. Black Widow still does not have a release in China. Yeah. So, um, mm. that's a big deal. A lot of the MCU's money has come from China. Yep. You want to know why Avengers Endgame? Uh, almost, almost, almost beat avatar it temporarily beat avatar temporarily china lots of money in china for the mcu they like those superheroes uh in the middle kingdom and unfortunately black widow still doesn't have a date to open there so uh it's international box office really hinges on whether or not it opens in the largest box office in the world yeah i'm sure they're on that uh yeah it's just uh july's a weird time um because july is a month where uh, the chinese box office typically shuts out american and western films uh, and focuses on Chinese-made films. Oh, and so okay. um, July is an awkward time to open a Western film uh, worldwide because you don't really get a worldwide release. You get a worldwide except China release, and then China will slot Black Widow into its uh, release schedule at some point. Oh. Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah. Um, see, I'm glad we stuck with the box office We're for one more things. second. Uh, but it's time to move on, and it is the middle of the show, so you know what that means. <laughs> What does that mean? Chorus makes up the news. No, it doesn't work the same. It doesn't work the same. I hate this. But Rebel Trooper's so hyped over it. Uh-huh. Yep. Ancient Hydra's hyped over it. Great. You gotta make up the news, babe. Yeah. Hopefully faster than last week. Thank you. Thank she who makes up the news. That's a Loki reference. Shh, no spoilers. Uh, I'm burdened with glorious purpose. Um, yeah, the glorious purpose is to make up the news. Come on. Be funny. <laughs> Dance, monkey. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. I love you. Uh-huh. Uh... <laughs> this is your favorite part of the show, Rebel? Watching me squirm? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's why I do it to you every week. Wow, thank you. Um, We've been doing this for almost a year. And yeah. she's still this unprepared every single what time. What am I supposed to do? If I prepare it, I'm not making up the news. No, but you're unprepared for the moment. Every time you're like, oh yeah, that's right, I have to do this. Well, because I never know when it's coming. <laughs> and then it just like depends on if my brain thinks of anything good. Alright, stop talking about making up the news and make up the news. Come on, let's go. Uh, 
is going really well. Um, um, well, well, what? I need to start having a timer at the bottom no, that just ticks you up. you can't do that. That'll make it 10 times worse. It'll make it take like 60 times longer. Um, 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 like, should I make up something about Space Jam, but I've never seen the first one, so <laughs> can't really do that. Uh, you could make it up, right? It's made up news. The plot of Space Jam. The Bad Batch Baker's Dozen Special Edition Oreos. Are those real? That sounds delicious. Hardcore Soft Popcorn is making up the news, and now I'm hungry. Yeah. How dare. Oh, she's trying to improvise hardcore. This is, this is, this is Clara's improvising. Nope, I made it up. Wow, well, you're really good at this. We should hire you instead. I wonder if the sun will still be up by the time you make the news. Wow. Wow. Gillian, that is different, okay? It's easier because I get to play off other people. When I have to initiate something, I get zero ideas. Brain burr. Like. <laughs> what? Oh, we're just three minutes into this now. Are you literally counting? Yeah, I'm watching the clock. Oh my god, I hate it. I love this so much. I, I don't know if this is, I don't know if anyone else enjoys this, but this time before she actually makes up the news is my favorite thing. Mm. On stage for another actor, Miss Line, she used to go before it. See that I'm good at, cause I, there's 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 a thing there to, to to play off of. I got nothing. I I got I got nothing. I got nothing. Um. Uh. 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 Guys, there's a third NATO. There's a third NATO that we didn't talk about today. <laughs> Um, uh... What does it stand for? Well... <laughs> NATO. So <laughs> case, uh, it stands, um, for, um, um, Norse Aesthetic, uh, <laughs> Theater... <laughs> uh, sorry, I just, I got it, I, I had it memorized. Um... <laughs> Stands for what did I say? <laughs> no, 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 no. no wait, wait. What did I say? Wait, what did I say? Norse attire? What did I say? I forgot. What did I say? You really don't remember what you I don't just said. What did you just said? How um, did you just forget? Someone, no. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh. No. 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 Um. It's a Norse aesthetic, um, uh, Norse aesthetic, uh, uh, treaty optimizations. <laughs> yeah. So, um. No, you definitely said theater. No, no, no. It's, uh, I checked, I checked, you know, uh, so, sorry. I get the news and I read it really quick and then, and then I got to deliver it for you guys on the why, spot. Why is there um, a treaty about Norse aesthetic? Well, because, because, you know, um. Uh, th there's, there's a lot of, uh, 
love for Norse mythology and, and games and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, well, what if, you know, we bring that, like, Viking vibe into our daily lives? To our daily lives. So mm-hmm. there is a, um, a, a NATO is uh, bringing... So what does that stand for again? Norse <laughs> aesthetic... Uh, <laughs> um let me check uh, um oh wow my inbox is really full um oh my god uh, uh oh my god what does it stand for you've said it twice two different ways actually <laughs> The first one, okay, the first one you said was, I can't believe you don't remember. Uh, the Norse, the first one was Norse Aesthetic Theater, blank. Yeah, that's And the wrong. second one was Norse Aesthetic Treaty Optimization. Yeah, Norse Aesthetic Treaty Optimization. So people are going back um, on their, like, like, countries. Countries are coming together and they're like, hey, you know, our treaties, kind of outdated. Let's go outdate them even further and we're going to take a... <laughs> Them out of the, the page oh, out wait, of the wait. Vikings so book. So this is an organization mm-hmm. that optimizes modern treaties yes. for Norse aesthetic? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, How does you, that work? Well, you know, the Norse aesthetic, they would have like these like uh, rituals and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they would have feasts. Everyone loves a good feast. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, Facts. You know, no cap. Right? So when you're, when you know, when you're settling debates between big countries... You got, like, a feast is a great way to break the ice. It's a great way to get people happy and drunk and, and you know, nobody's hangry. Um, so it's, like, a good, like, um, kickoff to uh, to uh, uh, writing a treaty mm-hmm. between countries. And, um, All right. yeah, so, you know, you, they, they, they bring the aesthetic and they're like, this is, this is what we do. We offer face painting services. We offer costuming services. We offer catering services. <laughs> it's very in-depth. Okay. Yeah. I have one last question before we move on. Uh huh. What does your NATO stand for? My NATO. Stand yeah. What did you? Uh, uh, Norse aesthetic treaty optimization. Okay, she did remember that time. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Yeah. Wow, that was that was special, babe. Yavol. Yavol. Skull, everyone. Skull. <laughs> yeah. God, uh, I need to finish um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh huh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, some final bits of news here. First, I want to talk about, uh, this is a rumor. This, this is this is some, like, this is not confirmed. So I just want to, we, we don't usually talk about rumors. But, but we this got is excited. not confirmed. But I wanted to talk about this because it's interesting. It, it appears that the world of Star Wars, in the form of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, has cast a young actress to play a childhood Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is super, super interesting and also weird. I wanted to just want to point out that last night, last night no, David was shut like, up. Be David quiet. was like, no, wow, this is mouth. really cool because it's the first time one of the big three is going to be represented by another actor. You know, like Luke, Leia, and Han. And I was like, uh huh. Um, I forgot about Solo. I forgot about a whole movie. A whole dang movie. And I like that movie quite a bit. I know. I I, I am one I of the surprised. I'm one of the like biggest Solo d- defenders. When people, if you want to get into a fight about Solo, you you'll find a competitor in me. I like Solo because I like that movie a lot. 
Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, but David forgot it existed. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, Frank means, uh, Billy Lord is too old. Um, they, the girl they cast is, like, eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, like, a young, young uh, Leia. This is, um... Like, she is not gonna understand the weight on her shoulders. Uh, Vivian Lyra Blair is the actress. Uh, she was in We Can Be Heroes, the, um, uh, superhero movie on Netflix. And she was in Bird Box. Also on Netflix. Netflix actress. Nice. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, oh yeah, sorry, Hydra, there's no Disappointed on the morning show. That's only in my, uh, gaming streams. Um... <laughs> There was someone who was the body double for Luke and Mando. Yeah, but um, Mark Hamill is still the performance in that scene, Gillian. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't consider that. But yeah. uh, this is young, young Leia. Uh, and apparently the impetus for Obi-Wan going on the journey that he goes on in the show will be because of young Leia. I'm assuming someone will be playing young Luke in the show as well. Uh, we'll probably see Luke like in the distance. Obi-Wan will be watching him like a creep. Um, ben! <laughs> I hate that scene. I hate it. Ben! <laughs> like, bro. You <Bruh>. good? <laughs> God damn it. He just walks out. I, my favorite part is the is the arms. When Ben oh. Kenobi walks out for the first time, and he's just like a drunk sailor. Like, yeah, you're like, are you, are you okay? Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, this girl is about to become... Very, very, very talked about. And um, mm-hmm. I hope that she has a good family unit around her. Yeah. Because um, I can't imagine. Oh, Being God. the first person, to, first person to play Leia in live action that isn't Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Like, this girl is going to become very famous very fast yeah. right now. Yeah. And, you know, she's a child. And so I just, this is my plea to the universe. Take care of this girl. Yes. Disney, take care of this girl. Seriously. Because... God damn. Because that does shit to you, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she has been in other stuff, so it sounds like this, you know, this is, she, like, the, her her and the people around her probably understand the industry. Obviously, this is, like, a huge deal, yeah. but mm-hmm. <clears throat> it is still just a rumor, mm-hmm. but it is, it's, it's, it's exciting. It is exciting. I, you know, I really love Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Um, there's a book. Um, it's, um, it's about Leia as a child, and, um, you get to really get to know her parents, Bale and Brea, and it's really fascinating. The world of Alderaan is really interesting. That book is fantastic. It's where you meet Holdo, um, who's very different in the book from, uh, The Last Jedi, uh, but she, that's not a complaint. She grows up, she, you know, loses some of her quirks as she grows up, it's fine. Um, but young Holdo is very much like Luna Lovegood in uh. character, um, and... That, that book is just fantastic. So I, I, I really like the Young Leia stuff that we've gotten so far in media. I'm really excited to get more of that, to see the, you know, spunky, rambunctious girl that she was that, you know, grew up to be the leader and really just, like, you know, magnetic force for good that she became as an adult. Mm-hmm. And so getting to see the beginning of that journey is really nice in this. I think that if anything would get Obi-Wan off planet, it would be Leia because Obi-Wan's whole life, you know, post-Revenge of the Sith is protect the twins, right? And so the only thing that would pull him away from Tatooine would be if one of the twins was in danger, the one that's on planet. It, this totally makes sense in terms of a casting, yeah. in terms of storytelling. Um, and yeah, there's also, there's also um, uh, along with this rumor was the rumor that Sung Kang from uh, the Fast series, Han, mm-hmm. is going to be playing uh, the main villain of this series in uh, uh, one of the Inquisitors, which is great casting. He's fantastic. Yeah, and he's great. 
Yeah, honestly, this Kenobi series, this is just another thing that makes this Kenobi series, like, must-watch for me. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's really shaping up to be something... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, young Leia. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be weird. This girl is literally going to carry that torch in a way from now on. Yeah. And that's... It's a lot... That's heavy. Yeah, I know. It's a lot to put on a child. Yep. She'll be great. Oh, she's... Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hugh McGregor will be there, and I just trust him. Yeah, he's yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, I love him so much. Yeah. All right, last news story. Ready? Let's do it. Three, two. Guys, handhelds. Um, Handheld gaming devices. Yep. What do you think? Well, so, you know, we talked a little bit about the uh, new Switch already, mm-hmm. and the consensus kind of was that um, it's cool, but yeah. having an OLED screen with 720p graphics doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. It, like, you look, you don't need crazy graphics on it. You know, 1080 is is great. There's just, yeah, they're, they're putting OLED in there, and it seems like for no reason. The, the most interesting part about it was that you could just um, Ethernet directly to the Switch. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That, that was kind of the most interesting thing. But other than that, it was like, okay, new Switch, cool, I guess, whatever. Yeah, I like the new dock more than I like the new Switch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is not um, great. Um, but on the yeah. other side of that, Steam announced that they are going to compete um, with the Switch by making a Nintendo Switch. Basically. Basically. But, like, more hardcore. So, you can, like... Kind of? Well, you can play what they were saying. You can play Jedi Fallen Order on it, which is not a small game. You know. If you can fit... If, here, but here's the thing. You're not competing with the Switch if you're playing Jedi Fallen Order because you're not getting the base model. They announced the Steam Deck at $400. Right. The $400 model has a 64 gigabyte memory in it. That's not enough for Jedi Fallen Order. That's not no. enough for most PC games that you're going to want to play. Yeah, yeah. The reason to get the Steam Deck is to play, you know, your big immersive games and, and, and instead of getting a Switch. I mean, you know, like, there's lots of games on the Switch and you can do what you, you do. But the Steam Deck, when they announced this, I was like, oh, cool, these are the kind of games that I'd be mm-hmm. so excited to play. And they're all big and beefy and... Like, yeah, how much is it going to cost so, if you want to play a real game? So the 64 gigabit model, which is just too small. <laughs> mm-hmm. because and, he, and here's the thing. So the, the 64 gigabit model is 500 Canadian, uh, 400 US, right? That's about $100 more than a Nintendo Switch. And the Nintendo Switch has... Um, uh, the Nintendo Switch has a micro SD slot. So you can upgrade the storage of your Nintendo Switch. I have upgraded the storage of my Nintendo Switch with a 256 gigabyte... Um, card right yeah so for a hundred for a hundred dollars more you can get the steam deck 64 gigabytes with an emmc hard drive right there's not even an ssd in this thing until you get to the 659 dollar canadian model which is a 256 gigabyte nvme ssd so you're really for almost double the price of the nintendo switch yeah you can have the Steam Deck compete. Or, yeah. the, the, competitor, the competitor of the Switch is double the price of the Switch. Yeah, most people are not going to be getting your base model. And I think that, like, as a business tactic, it's a poor one. Well, I I don't... I, I guess the base model is there because they wanted something that was almost the price of the Switch. But I honestly can't well, recommend gonna, getting it. Who's going to get that? Yeah. The, the, like, the, the, the other models are great. But they're 
twice as much. The, the one that I would get, personally, is the 512 gigabit one, but it's $819 Canadian. Yeah. Like, the, the one that I would actually More want to play... More than a PS5. And... What's frustrating is, so the, the 819, it is more than a PS5. And yeah. honestly, it probably can't run those games half as well as a PS5 can. Yeah. Um, the, the $819 model uh, has the premium anti-glare etched glass, which you I would want on a hand, handheld device. Yeah. And you're telling me I don't have anti-glare glass on... On my other, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Steam Deck is, it's a weird conversation. Because there's just a part of me that's like, it's great in a lot of ways. There's, it's really cool to see someone finally competing with Nintendo in the handheld market. Handhelds yeah. are great. But they're also putting out a device that they're, like, trying to make it a, um... They're trying to make it a handheld PC. Yeah. And I'm concerned that they're going about that in a way where they're, like, try They're, they're, they're splitting their interests. If they wanted to make a really solid handheld PC, don't have the $400 model. Don't yeah. try and compete with the Switch, because that's not what you're trying to make. Yeah. But... The people who are interested in buying a Switch are not going to be interested in buying the Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. It Like, they're just... They're two different... They're two different markets. It's too diverse. Like, your... Your... The actual interest in your product is going to be that top-tier model. Yeah, 100%. Because it's kind of not worth it to get the other two. Yeah, I think my... I, I think it's just interesting, because we got two handhelds announced within a week of each other. And both of them are, I, I, I am mildly disappointed with both of them. Yeah. I think Nintendo's, I think that Nintendo adding an OLED screen but not having 1080p resolution on the Switch is really disappointing. Yeah. And I think that the Steam Deck have coming out as being the four, and here's the thing, if they had come out and been like, it's a $600 Steam Deck, I would have been like, that's really cool. But they their advertisement was $400. PC in your hands. And I was like, $400, that's what? incredible. Yeah. And then I looked into it and I was like, oh, the $400 is a hard, it doesn't have an SSD. It's a hard drive. It's 64 gigabytes. It's running a Linux like, system. Like, you could play like Jackbox on it. You can fit Hades on it. Yeah, but you can play Hades on your Switch. Well, but they're, but if you don't have a Switch and you're trying to choose between the two. Sure, I guess. But it's also more expensive than a Switch. Yeah, like why... I guess it's it depends on what kind of games you want to play. Like I don't I, really know. Yeah, I don't know why you would ever get the four hundred dollar version. And that and I think that that's the problem I have with it is they market it as the four hundred dollar Steam Deck, and I'm like, no, no, yeah. it's it's the it's the six hundred and fifty dollar at least Steam Deck with a four hundred dollar model that you shouldn't buy. No. What's interesting is that there is an M.2 slot in the sixty four gigabit model, so. There is potential that you would be able to upgrade it yourself and have more storage and have an SSD in there, but okay. the cost of that SSD is going to put you up, up to the six hundred and fifty. Say you buy a say you buy a two hundred dollar SSD drive, right? That puts you over the two hundred fifty six gigabit model. So I'm just kind of like, well, that, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Um, Miller, I don't know if it can play. I don't know if it can play mods. That's actually an interesting question. I have, I have no idea whether or not, not the Steam Deck yeah. can play mods. Not sure at this point. Because I'm not sure I'm not sure that it would have the interface from. That's interesting. I don't know. The one thing about it that I will say is great is that it does have display out, so you can actually use it as a dock, like the Switch. You can dock it and display to a computer and use keyboard and mouse on the computer. Mm -hmm. That would that would involve you having to have a monitor. Which, which is, means you probably have a PC. But if you have a wireless PC and mouse. And you're, and you have this. You hook it up to your TV, and you're playing PC games on your TV. 
like that could be really cool if it's strong enough to run that um but you then you, you could just use your monitor uh, your tv as one of your monitors yeah but for your steam deck or for your computer like no but if you don't have that right this okay. is much this is if this can actually run say this can run um not cyberpunk i doubt this can run cyberpunk but say this can run like assassin's creed honestly uh -huh. right like you could play that on your tv for the price of uh for the price of a ps5 you could run assassin's creed odyssey on your television through the steam deck you know like that's that's pretty good i guess and you can take it with you, right? And you can play it on the road, and you know what I mean? Like, there, yeah. it just, there, there is a lot of potential here. I think it's really just on based on how it runs. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it, like, it, yeah. I got really excited for this, like, initially when they first announced it. I was like, that's such a cool idea. And now I'm kind of like, well, this doesn't really make any sense. I think if the $400 model, to me, seemed viable... Like, honestly, if the $400 model just had a 64 gigabyte SSD, it would even be more interesting. I and guess. I don't know why it doesn't... I don't know why you would put... Cyberpunk requires 62 gigabits disk space. It, it, sort of Hydra, but after... Um, after patches and stuff, it, it's it's not... Your, the 64 gigabit model won't fit it. But also, like, I just don't... Um, well, like, GTA is, like, 100 gigabytes. Oh, yeah, GTA won't fit on this. Right? Like... Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't really know games, what they are size-wise yeah, yeah. off the top of my head. But it's just, like... Well, and that's 64 gigabits, that you're not going to get all 64 of those gigabits, right? Like, no, some of that's going to be system. That's going to be the system yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not actually 64 gigabits. It's whatever's left over after you download all the You're either playing, like, really... You're either playing really small games or the 64 gigabit, you're loading one game at a time. I don't know. I just, I don't understand why like, this... maybe you could play Civ. I don't understand why. Well, but but you can play that on the Switch. Can you play Civ without keyboard and mouse? Yeah. I think it's just clicking. Yeah. I um I used to play Civ on like a tablet a with a touch screen. Yeah. Yeah. If this has a touch screen, that would actually be interesting. It doesn't say anything about a touch screen. It, then it probably doesn't. A touch screen on this would be kind of great though, right? Also, um, I don't like where the buttons are personally, but that's yeah, they're so high up. They're so high up. They're, the the button layout's a little bit weird to me, but yeah, yeah. So you could play Civ, I guess. Actually, well, it depends on what the chip is in there, because for Civ, it requires like really high CPU, not graphics, but like it's an AMD Zen two plus RDNA two powerhouse is what they call it. I'm not familiar enough with chips to to know, but what's interesting is that in all of the ads that they've that they've put out, um, all the games and all the ads apparently have been games that have been ported to the Switch. Yeah. Play Sims. Yeah, I, you can play Sims on there, I guess. There's a dock. There's a bunch of games you can't play on it yet because they're not, like, optimized for does it. Does it... The game, it, it does run on um, Linux. Does it connect to the internet? Um, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play maybe ESO. That would actually be interesting if you could play, um... If, if you could use it to play, like, MMOs. I don't know. Take WoW on the road with you if you have a good enough Wi-Fi connection. yeah. I don't know. I think the $400 model is the thing that I balk at here because they really market that that opening day marketing was like it's a $400 Switch competitor. And I don't think the $400 model is actually a Switch competitor. No. I don't think so either. But I do think I do think the the $819 model if the buttons are good and that's going to be a big thing. If the buttons are good, I think the like full-size 512 gigabit model is a legitimate handheld PC depending on how it runs games. But How heavy is it, I wonder? I have no idea. It looks big. 
Yeah, like it looks bulky. So. Yeah, the buttons are so high up. Yeah. It's really weird placement. Yeah, I don't love that. Like, I'll probably have a hard time holding it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I hope this is a huge success because I want other, I want there to be more competitors in the handheld space. I really like the handheld space. This one just, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to go out and buy the first edition of this. I think I'll, I think I'll wait for the Steam Deck 2. Yeah. You know, when they've, when they've ironed out the kinks. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Like, we were like, oh, damn, wouldn't it be really cool to, like, get this and review and talk about it? But I'm kind of like, I don't really want it. If we had a bunch of extra money in the fall... Sure. We wouldn't be able to buy it because the other side of the story, and we'll end on this, is um, that the people buying this thing, the scalpers who nabbed all the pre-orders, were trying to pre-sell the device they don't have in their hands yet. Which is really complicated because... I have a I have some unfortunate news if you have pre-ordered this. You might not get this until next year. Even if you pre-ordered it for December, you might not get your Steam Deck until quarter 3 of next year. Why? Because the, the filling the orders is going to be difficult. So even if you currently have a pre-order for this, you don't know when you're going to get it. If you if you ordered this for someone for Christmas, you, you, there's a really good chance you're not seeing this until next year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you ordered apparently the bigger models might take longer the 512 gigabit model. And so I I don't want to speculate negatively because I want this to be a success. Um, but according to Steam, they're trying to set up the precedent that people will not get these on time. And I think that people don't care if you set the precedent. If you say it early, they're still going to be upset. And I think that there's oh, going to be yeah. a lot of anger in the news about this as December, January, February come around and people have not received the Steam Decks they've already paid for. Oh, yeah. People yeah. are going to be... I would be livid. Yeah. Like, I would be so upset. You can't do that. Like... It's complicated. But so, um, scalpers have had all of their pre-sale, pre-order, whatever, scalping pulled down off of eBay. Because eBay is saying that if you can't ship it out in the next 30 days, you can't sell it on eBay. And these scalpers, they don't know when they're going to get it. They're selling the future purchase that they will get at some point that they don't know to someone else for three times the price it's insane yeah but ebay is cracking down on them being like you don't know when you're getting this yeah don't don't sell the future device that you don't have yet okay well at least they're doing something about it yeah ebay is saying that if you can't if you can't ship it in the next 30 days you can't sell it that's their policy so they are taking down the scalpers um who are already scalping the stream deck for over fifteen hundred dollars like Oh my god. I know. I know. I hate scalpers so much. Yeah, people suck. Um, they might even recall everything due to some battery malfunction. Who knows? Yeah. Here's the thing. I, the full-fledged model of this is really cool. It is. I don't love the battery place, or uh, I don't love the button placement. I don't love that it's on a, uh, like, I don't love that it's on a Windows, like, Linux, I have a hard time with. Um. I've never tried it. It's, it's just, like, more, it's, it's like Windows, but you kind of have to do things yourself. Yeah. And Windows hasn't already done it for you. And that's great for people who are smarter than me, but I'm kind of a dum-dum. I kind of need you to hold my hand. That's why I'm a Mac user. I like that Apple figured out how to make everything work for me, and then I just kind of, you know. Okay. You know? I'm, I, I'm Look, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't want to spend an hour trying to make my computer work. I just want it to work. And there are people who love that, and to those people, I'm, I'm in awe of you. You know what I mean? To the to the heavy modders, to the people who actually do all that stuff, it's really cool. It's yep. just not me. I'm mm-hmm. not smart enough. I also don't care enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, when the operating system just works the way it's supposed to, I'm a happy boy. All right. Um, 
the makers of Cyberpunk basically said, hey, we've heard you, we want the game now in whatever state it's in, just be warned, it's going to have issues that haven't been worked out yet, and the sand's still freaked out. Uh, that's not totally true, Hydra. Yeah. They lied about how it was going to run on the PS4. Yeah, they did. They, they straight up lied about how it was going to run on the PS4. Yeah. Hydra. That, that's, that's not 100% what happened. They put out a video saying that it would work. They they put out a video saying this is PS4 footage, and it was not. It's not, and like that's that's shady. Oh sure, the P but the PC stuff. There wasn't as much anger about the PC stuff around Cyberpunk as around. No, it was the it was the PS4. Who got it really. for the PS4 and, and the Xbox. Like, this doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like. Um, I you can go back and watch my Cyberpunk video. It's still public. You know, like I never took it down. I I was very hot on Cyberpunk. I had a great time playing that game. My review of that is very positive, um, and the 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 outrage the outrage for Cyberpunk was really more about the consoles and less about that. Yeah, but that's the end of our show. That's kind of all the news. Hey. Um. Hey, scalpers, fuck off. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, we I don't can't like you. Stand it. You suck. I know. I just can't stand these people who are just making everything worse. Um. Yep. Yeah. Is Cyberpunk good now? It was I, I liked it when it came out, so I'm assuming it's they they've they've only made it better, right? But yeah, they've done a lot of patches. It's, it's, so. it, look, I'm not gonna lie, the AI in the game's bad, but Yeah, I didn't love it. I got really frustrated with it. Yeah. Miller, like I But I loved it. I tried playing it once and I was like, Meh, and then I tried playing it again and I was like, Nope. To be fair, it is all shooting and driving, the two things you are worst at in video games. Sure, but like the AI is so dumb. Like I was just like walking down the street and all of a sudden like cops start shooting at me and I was like Yeah, pretty much. Uh They've, apparently they fixed the police AI a little bit, but not fully. Because apparently now when you break the law, the police spawn further away from you, but they still spawn. I don't know. But I didn't, I didn't break the law. I was literally walking down the street and all, like they were like arresting it, somebody. It is illegal for you to be that hot, so. Y'all, thank you for a great show this morning. Uh, you jaywalked. Yeah, so they shot me. <laughs> That's the appropriate response in the future. God. In the dystopian future of Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, Y'all, thank you for a great show this morning. This one was yeah, fun. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe to the video. If you don't want to like it, dislike it. Leave me in comments down below. We can take it. And also, the algorithm god is hungry, and we must feed her. As always, you can follow us over on Twitch. How to spell our names is up here. I am at twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. I'm over at twitch.tv slash clarstickards. And as always, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarouche. Do something nerdy tonight, you dang nerds. Bye. Bye.